Darkness can be scary. Darkness can be scary. A couple years ago, I was over at some prisoner's house who live on a lake, and it was uh, December, I think, at that point, and uh, their lake was perfectly frozen, like glass. And uh, so we were playing hockey near the shore because they had a light light there. But then towards the end of our time, uh, the kids said, hey, let's go skate all around the lake. And so they, did, they just went darting off into the darkness. <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a good skater. I'm a good skater. But I was scared of going into the dark because I did not know what was out there. Couldn't see a thing. Um, so darkness can be scary, and that's why the light is so important. Even more so, light is important in the spiritual life. We heard today a man named John was sent from God He came for testimony to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. Our gospel, this passage that we have for today, is actually missing a verse. And it says, The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. Gospel says true light. Well, that would seem to mean that there are false lights. And there are false lights in the world. False lights are any persons, things, or ideas that promise good things but fail to deliver on that promise. It can be drinking, pornography, gambling, in fact, any sin. A good definition of sin I heard once is a trailer to a bad movie. If you've ever been at a theater and you're there for one movie but you see a trailer for an upcoming movie a couple months down the line, and you're like, wow, that looks like a great movie. I'm going to go see that movie. And so you come back a few months later, and you're like, you leave that movie, and you're like, I just wasted two and a half hours of my life. That was awful. That's sin. Sin always looks great, but afterwards it makes us feeling empty. There are false promises of happiness. These are false lights. I don't know if you heard of the new phenomenon called dinks. Dinks. D-I-N-K. D-I-N-K. It stands for dual income, no kids. Dual income, no kids. And it's a phenomenon on social media, these young people who are celebrating the fact that they're never going to have kids, and so they can do whatever they want with all their money of all this time. And you can tell inside that they're trying to show this as a good thing, trying to pretend, because obviously that's not the way we're called to live. We're called to give of ourselves. We're called to um, make our lives fruitful. We're called to live for others, not just for ourselves. So there's many false lights, plenty of them, in the world Because what is the true light, or better yet, who is the true light? It is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the true light that John is preparing the way for. Light is such a great symbol. In fact, I was trying to think of, of all the symbols that we use for Jesus, it may be the best symbol. Why? Because it contains all those good, positive realities. Love, goodness, justice, truth, beauty, redemption. Freedom, mercy, clarity, hope, peace, joy, forgiveness. 
All of that is contained in the word or the concept of light. And Christ is the one who brings all of those things into the world, the true light that enlightens everyone. Light may be the most prominent thing in our liturgies. We always have candles. Think of the Easter vigil, the Easter candle, Jesus coming into the dark church a couple weeks ago. We had the 6 a.m. Mass, only candlelight. Light is a great symbol of Jesus Christ. So I'd like to spend the rest of this time reflecting on the idea of Christ the light and our relationship with that light. First, John the Baptist, he wasn't the light, but he came to testify to the light. How are we in testifying to the light? How do we witness to the light? My friends, all of you know the light, otherwise you would not be here. You all have what it takes to testify and witness to the light, to bring light to others, to bring peace, goodness, hope, love, kindness, truth to others and to the world. I don't have to tell you there's much darkness in the world in people's lives, and so they need the light of Jesus Christ. You do this by faithfully following Christ, living intentionally as Catholics in the world. You do this by the way you live your marriages, by the way you raise your kids, the way you spend your time, your money, how you use social media. You do this by treating others well, inviting people into the light, inviting people to know Jesus Christ. We must testify to the light as John the Baptist did. Second, it means living in the light, in the truth, not living a double life, always telling the truth, not hiding things. It's a real sign of holiness, of humility, to tell the truth, to admit we were wrong, even when it makes us look bad. To live in the light, to live in the truth. I, I think about my brother <laughs> a lot. Growing up, you know, he made a number of mistakes, but he could never lie to my parents. He always told the truth. Such a magnanimous thing to do. Such a humble thing to do is to always tell the truth. Thirdly, how are we allowing the darkness in our life to rule us? Better yet, how are we allowing the light to come into our darkness in our lives? Because we all have some darkness. Darkness is... Darkness is anything contrary to the good things I mentioned earlier, the good things of light. So fear, anxiety, loneliness, shame, discouragement, despair, self-pity, anger, unforgiveness, resentment. All of those things are the darknesses. Darkness is most often tied to our own personal sinfulness. Why? Because sin is rejection of Christ, of the light. We have the darkness of our guilt and shame because of our own sins. And the only way for that light of Jesus to dispel that darkness is to bring it to the light. To repent of our sins. To actually tell the priest our sins in confession. And to be forgiven of those sins. We can try to excuse it, ignore it, but that just hardens our hearts and allows the darkness to fester. The darkness will stay. We must name our sins. We must claim them, take responsibility for it. And by doing so, the light 
is able to come into our souls. This evening is a great opportunity. We'll have our Advent penance service, 5 to 7 p.m. You can come during those two hours, anytime during those two hours. Hop in line, uh, examine your conscience, go to confession, do your penance, and leave. 5 to 7 p.m. tonight. My friends, the darkness, it can be scary. God did not intend us to live in the darkness. So don't let the darkness rule over you. He wants us to live in the light, free in the truth. And so he came into the world. He is the true light that enlightens every person. So testify to the light. Live in the truth. And allow the light into every darkness in your soul. Get to confession before Christmas. He doesn't want you to live in darkness. Live in the light.